Welcome to PatsCast, the unofficial Regina Pats podcast. This is our episode for September 26, 2021. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Okay, Chris, so the preseason has come and gone. Did it raise more questions or has it answered more for you? What are you What are you feeling about preseason so far? I thought it answered maybe our goal kind of question. Like, well, maybe not depth, yeah. but I mean, it looks like we're going to be able to score some goals. That's... Which- that's yes, I think so too. Uh, what do we ended up with the uh, a tie for the top scorers in preseason? And we, I mean, preseason is what it is, but uh, it's nice to see that was something Regina struggled with lately is scoring goals. So both yeah, we been... had we had the most goals scored in the division, okay. twenty eight goals, so yeah. in six games. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see that. Uh, um, but on the flip side, we gave up twenty six goals. <laughs> so yeah. That, question was not answered and i think that's going to be a year-long question maybe it might be but let's get into it let's get into the meat of this show we might have some uh maybe some answers for one of those questions you've brought up uh maybe the first question going into preseason was uh who's going to play with bedard we did get to see this uh a bit of chemistry developing between him and cole dubinsky uh something i got to see at their one home game against prince albert and it was it was there. It was really good. Dubinsky, I know it's only a couple of games, but he really seems like he's finally taken that step that we've all been waiting for him to take. Uh, we've seen this kid since he played the few games as a 15-year-old. And every year we say, this is it. This is the year he's going he's gonna to take that step. Breakout. And, yeah, yeah. We're waiting for the breakout. And, I mean, two, two preseason games or three that he had uh, – it was it's there now and hopefully it can carry on into the the regular season unfortunately he didn't seem to play the last two games with the pats in the preseason unsure if there was any injury or what's going on there uh, we did look into it doesn't seem like they released injury reports in the preseason so that will be a question hopefully everything is okay and they're just trying to get some other guys some nice time maybe but uh, i could very well see him playing on that bedard line and them putting up a a bunch of points would be nice to see. Yeah, and I mean, I think you always get that boost playing with Bedard. You know, we we know guys will put up some points playing with him, no matter who you are, almost right. Yeah. So, like, if you see a guy like Borja Vallis jumping on that line when Stringer went to Minnesota Wild Camp, yeah. and boom, two goals, right? Yeah. yeah. In one game. So yeah, that guy's, you know, we know nothing about him at all until we've seen him here. Um, so it's nice to see he can, he can potentially put the puck in the net, right? Yeah. So, and then yeah, Stringer seems to have some chemistry. I mean, uh, we like we said in in our last show that he's going to get every opportunity with Bedard. He he had the big trade, so mm-hmm. you know they're going to run with him. And then yeah, like I said, Dubinsky, we've been waiting for him to to break out. So hopefully that uh, this is the year for him. Hopefully, yeah, it could be uh, an exciting uh, duo or trio there. Depending, they might even cycle people through. Uh, we've yeah. seen that a lot with Strush's, you know, just cycling people through lines, uh, even if there is some chemistry, maybe for a little while, and then if it dries up, change it up, right? So yeah. we'll see see how that goes. But uh, I mean, some depth promising. scoring, you know, we didn't really see anybody jump out, save for uh, Cole Carrier and his shorthanded hat trick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which was pretty impressive. Yes, three breakaways. It's not like they were like chintzy goals, no. right? No, it, that was that was a crazy thing to see. <laughs> like that that doesn't happen a lot, and uh, no. I, 
uh, yeah, it was that was a pretty cool, pretty cool feat to see, even if being in preseason, it was neat. Um, so yeah, one of the questions we did have going into preseason is our goaltending situation. I don't know if it's a question; it's more of a situation. I don't know if it's clearer or maybe it's clear as to who the starter is going to be, but maybe it's not uh, a lot of doesn't instill a ton of confidence in me just yet. Uh, so Matthew Keeper played, they, they credit him with four games, both him and Welke with four games. Now we only played six preseason games, but Keeper in those four games had a 9.45 save percentage and a 2.0 goals against average. Welke had an 8.21 save percentage and a 6.21 goals against average. Uh, so it seemed like Welke had a few, a few tough outings. Uh, we didn't get a chance to see Keegan Maddox, which was the player brought in from Victoria in the uh, the trade with them that sent Carter Massier there, which is unfortunate. Uh, again, there's no injury report. You did a little sleuthing and saw uh, something on his what looked like his hand or something like that. Yeah, Kevin and I were at the Blue and White game sitting together, and we seen you know, it looked like he maybe had a hand injury. So okay. maybe that happened in camp. So we don't know, obviously, what what the deal is there. But, uh, yeah, maybe he might have a chance here. Welke yeah. maybe had a, had a couple tough outings there. So if, I think um, I think we all agree that Keeper right now is the front runner for the starting position. Yeah, I uh, think so. And I think, I think we kind of knew that going in you know if yeah. unless something really happened and well he really took took the ball and ran with it mm-hmm. uh, i mean you could maybe get past him but i think they were they were expecting to keep to start keeper yeah uh it would be nice to see maddox at least be able to compete for that backup job now it's tough yeah, to yeah. do that when you're not in a preseason game you can't just try someone out and see how it goes right so yeah we'll see see how all that plays out but you need someone around <laughs> uh the recent signing of uh pine the goaltender is now he's with the pat C's. so um yeah that's keaton pine so i don't know it could be a developing situation with the pats throughout the season if keeper gets injured yeah. or something hopefully not but he's young right he hasn't played he's not used to playing 60 some or what what would you put him in for 50 what would you expect from yeah like uh, i don't know yeah, exactly right he, he played you know what a few games last year and and whatever he played in bantam the year before or triple or midget maybe whatever uh, yeah i probably would have played midget but uh you know he didn't even get a full season that year right either right in, so we're gonna throw so him yeah i don't to... think you can expect him to carry the load you're gonna have to 50 some games some of these like, other guys yeah yeah yeah, exactly. And Maddox, I mean, Maddox, he's 18, so he's probably he's going to go play junior A somewhere. Yeah. Um. So he'll have, you know, some quality competition. So they can at least kind of get a report on how he's doing if uh, Welke starts with the Pats here. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Pine, in an emergency maybe situation, he'll be around here playing with the Patsies. Right. So it could be a developing uh, story over the whole season with the Pats, I think, is their goaltending. Uh, so keep an eye on that. Now, maybe one little bright spot here is um, our defensive situation. After years of being young and developing players, is starting to actually come together to a pretty, I'd say, one of the stronger points of the Pats, and maybe able to help out the goaltender a little bit here and uh, not 
and maybe cover up that that ex- exposure. Uh, I mean, we were the defense was it felt like a liability the last few seasons, and now I mean, at least on paper, it looks like it's a bit of a force. Um, we've got some some good players if we get so we got Evans if we get him back, um, Swozel if we get him back. Uh, it's too good. Well, he'll be coming for sure. Yes, so. he's, yeah, he's not old enough. Uh, then we got the acquisitions: Luke Bateman, uh, Cadeau from last year, uh, Marcus Taylor, Jake Johnson, Parker Berg, and then Leighton Feist in there too. It's it's not a bad core back there. Um, I think it's going to be competitive too, right? You have some players that might cycle through, and they're going to be playing hard to be able to earn their spot yeah. and get some more ice time. Yeah, you expect. Yeah, expect if Evans back, you expect him to carry the load. Uh, Kadu and Bateman will definitely be getting lots of ice time. You expect one of them to probably play with Evans, where you know they can. They're more defensive guy, and they can cover for Evans when he's, you know, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Johnson. Assume if once he's healthy, he'll be playing regular minutes. Yeah. And then Savozil will be getting regular minutes as well. You think? Uh, and then yeah, kind of Taylor Berg. Uh, kind of cycle in there and then Feist looks like he's going to get lots of ice time too. So Absolutely. you got, you got six guys for sure. And then you got Taylor Berg and DeWitt that are kind of be, you know, cycling in here and there, depending on what the situation is. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, interesting to see. I know just, I remember the last few seasons doing our first couple of shows. It's always like, oh, you know, our defense might be suspect. And uh, this year it's coming together nicely. So that's great. Uh, so speaking of those players, though, uh, we may be starting the season without a few of them. Uh, so Evans, Nyhoff, Svozel, and Englot are still away on their NHL camps. Uh, may or may not have them back. I don't know. It's We're getting back to, down to a couple days. Even if they did come back, uh, they would probably get some rest and time before they'd be suiting up for the Pats. I'm not sure. I think, what, NHL preseason started last night? Yeah, so. it did. And I don't know how long they usually stay. If it's, it all depends yeah. right on the team. Like you know, uh, Stringer's already been sent back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think it all depends on the team. I see Nyhoff, He scored a goal. He did for Anaheim yeah. the one night. Yeah. Uh, haven't really seen much from anybody else yet. But yeah. Um, out of care- I think that's like the rookie tournament or something that they right. they do kind of like the young guys tournaments before the actual preseason. Yeah. So. Uh, but I mean, great opportunity for them and developing those skills Definitely. and playing at that high level with those other players is just not, it's going to benefit them so much, even if they do come back here right away. Uh, yeah, I mean, they miss out on the camp here, kind of getting, you know, the yeah. the time with the, their actual team, but uh, you can't you can't argue with what they're getting out of an NHL camp. Out of interest, what are what is the AHL affiliate for Seattle? The Charlotte Checkers. Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, old team of Brad Haroff. He played in Charlotte, I'm oh. sure of it. So interesting. And if you ever check his hockey DB, man, he racked up some pims <laughs> for a little guy like that. But yeah, yeah, he he was definitely a rough rough player. I think. Okay, uh, I was just wondering where Evans could go if he doesn't come back with us. Yeah, and I don't think they even have an ECHL affiliate. Um, but their AHL affiliate, I think, will be next season. And that's going to be, oh, 
where is it in in California there that was Palm uh, Springs, Palm Springs. yeah okay yeah Okay, uh, so that kind of touches on the next point is the 20-year-old situation isn't totally cleared up yet. Uh, Evans, Nyhoff, Smith, and Chorney are currently the 20-year-olds on our roster. Uh, so they have some time to think about it. Sometime in October, they have to get that down. So it's kind of depending, I think, on Evans coming back. And then, I mean, Nyhoff's your captain, so he's going to be here. And then uh, Smith and Chorney, and it's a tough decision I would lean towards Zach Smith, I think. Yeah, they kind of bring a different skill set, right? They're kind of two different players, but yeah, yeah, it's be a tough choice. And, you know, if I think Evans will be back, I don't think he'll play, but you never know. You never know. So, I mean, they're not going to make that decision until they know for sure on Evans. Absolutely. I think it's like October 10th or something, usually. The cut down day is. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, so that's kind of looking at some older players. Now, some younger players new to the Pats, some signings, recent signings for them. Mateo Michaels, an 05 forward. Uh, we mentioned Keaton Pine, the goalie with the Patsies. He's also an 05. And McEachern, an 05 defenseman. And then Carter Herman, out of Swift Current, the AAA Legionnaires. He is defenseman and also an 05. And I guess a signing, you could call it. We have the new assistant coach, Ken Schneider, coming in. Um, uh, so he has a bit of a history. I think they, I think Rob Vanstone did a good write up on him. Uh, it's a good article in the later post from Rob. I think it was tweeted. We, if we didn't, we'll retweet it out there. If you want to find up a little, find out a little bit more about Ken and what he brings. Yeah, it was uh, an older guy. Yeah. Uh, so he's got some experience, and uh, yeah, he can uh, hopefully bring a different. Not a different voice, but maybe another angle to the team. And that reminds me, uh, so last year we talked about Greg Harder not writing for the leader post and covering the Pats anymore, and we did wonder who would step in and fill that in. So it's nice to see Rob Vanstone in. Uh, he's actually put out a couple of good articles. I'm uh, I'm happy to see yeah. that the leader post is keeping up with it. Uh, I, was, I was concerned when Greg left that there might be a... Yeah. Kind of I talked to there. Rob after the blue and white game, and he said, "Yeah, it's going to be busy, you know, because <laughs> riders are going on, and they go late. Now he's jumping, and yeah, they go, you know, it's going to go till almost December, and then, so he's going to jump on the pats as much as he can. Yeah, um, and I don't know, Kevin, Kevin will still be doing the Dub Network thing, I think, this year. It seems like that. It. And yeah, hopefully yeah, so. we can put out some good stuff. If we're getting some interviews again this year, we can put Absolutely. out that kind of stuff for you guys totally. as well." We will be there for you. And also who's going to be there for them, at least for one game, is the CBC. Uh, so that's uh, our first game, home game that is, on the Saturday, is going to be on CBC. Uh, probably because of Connor Bedard. I don't think <laughs> there's much arguing there because uh, no. there's only two games that they're, they're covering six games for the entire CHL, two games in the WHL, and one happens to be ours. Uh, it's kind of too bad that the rest of the team's not going to be here. Possibly those four guys that we talked about, because it might not yeah, be some a, key guys. Yeah, it might not be a totally accurate representation of the team. Uh, but that being said, PA would probably have a few guys gone too. So uh, I don't know. Too bad yeah, we couldn't definitely. have waited a little bit. But exposure is exposure, and any coverage is great. Uh, so nice to see that game will be on yeah. CBC. 
I'll have to take it in on CBC or the CHL Live as I won't be able to make it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's too bad. So that's unfortunate, but... Uh, yeah, that is life with kids. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be some I don't make this year too. So uh, Now, the nice thing with that though is if you have children and you're not going to make it to every game, the CHL TV deal was uh, was, or pricing at least, the packages were announced. And boy, I have to say, I'm super impressed with what they did this year um you can get an entire chl package for what 160 yeah yeah and then uh just whl and that's the entire whl like you see you used to have to pick your team and you could like a hundred dollars was it not for just the away games and then if you wanted the home games it was like a whole other another pile and then if you wanted the whl is another big expenditure $400. $400. Like when you got up, it was a lot. It was crazy. Yeah. And we often said, this is insane. If you want to build your brand, you need to lower this down. And they, my feeling is they really came aggressive this year. Uh, it's now available. It was available on Roku last year, but now Fire TV and Apple TV have the apps built in or you can download them, whatever. And I tried out the Fire TV and it's so much nicer, way better than streaming from your phone like casting it from your say your device to your chromecast and then your tv like it's it's much better um it just feels more professional it it looks better it feels better um the price point's way more accessible um and then that being said for those who didn't see and it's in seeing our tweet because we know some that missed it (laughs) uh in your season ticket email thank you an introduction kind of thing uh, if you scroll down, there is a promo code there for 50% off the WHL package. Chris did inquire if you could use it on the CHL package. It doesn't seem like that's possible. But regardless, you're still getting 50% off the WHL package. Then now it's down to like 60 bucks for the whole, every game in the WHL. Like, to me, yeah, how could you pass that up? You'd be crazy. So, yeah, kudos to that, uh, that development and that price point really happy to see that uh so i guess that's kind of getting into next week and the games uh kicking it off pretty good here so we're home and home with pa and then on the road in winnipeg on the wednesday and then our good old friends there in moose jaw they'll be stopping in so we actually only get to see them once next week and then not again until uh the sunday uh, over a week from from the first game that we get to see them but uh so four big games to kick it off um pa we did beat in the preseason which uh, you know whatever doesn't mean everything but uh nice that we could keep up with them they'll have some of their key players gone too i think specifically uh Caden Goulet. and we were thinking Wiseblatt must be gone too yeah he'd probably be at San yeah. Jose camp i think and uh, they must, I don't know if, if they have anyone else that's gone. But regardless, I know I was listening to an interview with the Moose Jaw coach during last night's game, and they have a few players gone too. They have, I think they said they have five NHL draftees, uh, so they have a few gone as well. And Winnipeg might too. So, I mean, these first few games, it's like... Eh, yeah. It's kind of like... Every team super, has yeah, you're super, a few guys, right? really excited to get going and then you're like oh we have all these scratches and people gone and then like fill in spots and this and that but regardless 
not going to complain. It's awesome to get going. And uh, how do you feel about this week? What are you thinking? Right out of the bat, I don't know. Yeah. I guess you know, home and home, you always expect to, to win one. Split that. And uh, split that. It always sucks starting on the road because you got to drive to PA, play, yeah. drive home, yeah. get in late, and then And then this play game, next day it's, not a, it's not a 7 o'clock game either. It's 1 o'clock, right? Oh, yeah, I never thought of that. So then it's, that's a that's... crappy turnaround. Because it was originally booked, I think, for a 7, but then they changed yeah, it like for... That's, that's... For the uh, broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. I know what PA will do. Yeah, it's not well, even like a... I guess they were just driving even like in the morning. like a 4 o'clock, Oof. like the Sunday afternoon game, right? It's 1. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're going to be getting home. You know, PA, that's like a four-hour bus ride, right? It's so a long you think drive. You're getting home at like... You're getting home home like no earlier than 3 a.m. That's gross. What about PA driving think, down, though? So... So then they come, they have to leave it like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Are they Six? leaving in the morning or are they coming? Uh, I don't know. Like that's, that's <laughs> yeah, one o'clock game. That's that's like practice time. Because uh, oh. the, the past practice is like noon-ish usually. Okay. So. so, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. They're young, man. They, yeah, I know. They exactly. It. It's the first two games of the year. There's no, you know, there's no, yeah. it's not the end of the season. Come on, get over you know, it. Long season dragon. <laughs> But anyways, that's they do. I'm just going through the schedule here. They do have an 11 a.m. start in Calgary in November, late November. I think it's one of those. uh, It's one on TV. uh, School day games where they bring all school kids. Yeah. 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 Oh, Edmonton, February 8th, 11 a.m. as well. They got a couple morning uh, games. The school game. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So. That'll oh, be well. interesting. Yeah. I guess I won't be watching those games. Oh, that's a Sunday. Uh, what's the Edmonton one? The Edmonton one's a Tuesday, February 8th. So I don't oh. think I'll be watching that game. Catch the replay on CHL TV. Yeah. I'll put it on the t- computer at work and catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some news around the league. So uh, kind of interesting. So Keegan Maddox, we we uh, got from Victoria for Carter Massey, and then we were just actually Scott tweeted it out that Carter Massey is kind of inactive now on Victoria, which is too bad. Um, he was a good player. I liked him. I liked his speed. Um, he uh, he had some exciting flashes there, and uh, so now to see him inactive, um, kind of sad to see. Yeah, it's too bad, but that's that's the game that it happens, the, the twenty-year-old game, right? Uh, he'll go find a spot in junior A somewhere, and hopefully yeah. have a have a good season for somebody. Exactly, uh, another twenty-year-old that's kind of floating around right now, or maybe he's signed by now. I don't know, but I'm sure he'd fit someone's desire that they need. Is Michael Ladyman out of Winnipeg? He was released by the the Winnipeg Ice, and uh, I just remember playing against him numerous times, and uh, he was a good player. So I'm sure he'll find a a spot here right away um yeah and around the league uh we'll see it's some funny schedule things going on right now um i think the dust is starting to settle and things are planned out uh and we'll see hopefully god hopefully everything (laughs) stays as it is and we can get through this uh safely for everyone uh i think it sounds like the pat's vaccine passports pushed back till sometime yeah well in i November. think that's 
on the province they had problems with the QR code. Yeah, is what I heard. So, yeah. um, so it's yeah, still that's just too bad. The... I mean, I went to the rider the Friday night rider game and just had showed them that uh, your your PDF kind of thing. Right, and got in no problem. I wasn't driving, and I was like, they're like, oh, I need your driver's license. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, geez, like. I guess they got to confirm your ID because yeah. they can't just show them a piece of paper with two shots. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm this Who's guy, that? right? Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, good thing, you know, I always have your wallet on you, but you're just like, oh, yeah, geez. Yeah. I had to do that at the uh, Cora's in Winnipeg. <laughs> show them my ID and, and my uh, vaccine records. Yeah. So, interesting time. Yeah. I guess times. the PDR, the QR code will be coming in the future here. They had some a snafu or something. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, everybody's gonna, you're gonna have to be vaccinated to get into the game and that's going to be the way of life, I guess. And yeah, hopefully yeah. we can get through this season. Yeah. Well, let's all hope for, uh, a safe season and wish everyone safety and give us a, give us a follow on Twitter. If you don't already at WHL Patscast and interact with us there too, please. That's, that's more mostly where we hang out and, we are happy to engage you in any conversations. If you disagree with us, that is totally fine. Happy to have that discussion. Yeah, please let us know. Yeah. Change Look, our minds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, looking good. Looking forward to the season. We'll be, we did get our press credentials again. So thank you very much to the Pats for that. We really, really like that. We like bringing that little bit of extra that we can access with that, with player interviews and the press conferences going to help you guys and help us continue on here anything else to say there chris uh no just excited to get back in the rink and watching some some actual hockey here yeah i went to that preseason game and it had been about 18 months since i've seen a, a live sporting event and it's nice to be back if anyone hasn't gone to a preseason game yet and you're just going to be going to regular season it's it's nice it's nice to be back uh, let's all just be respectful and uh, keep it safe. All right. Good night and see you at the rink. Good night, guys. Patscast is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. If you're interested in other homegrown podcasts with a wide variety of topics, check out saskpodcastnetwork.com.